Hello, everybody. I am your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam, and welcome to another episode live uh, of Strategy Talks. To those of you who are watching live, thank you so much for joining us today, whether you're on YouTube or Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook. We want to welcome you. If you are watching this on the replay, would you please put hashtag replay in the comments so that both my guests and I know that you're watching this on the replay. Play, replay. And a special shout out to those of you who are listening to Strategy Talks as a podcast. Our listener um, base is growing there, and I want to just make sure that you know that we appreciate you, and we appreciate you downloading and listening to these episodes as I interview some amazing, amazing experts. So without much further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my guest, bring him up on screen, and then I'll tell you more about him. Hi, Ian. Hi, Doreen. Great to see you. Yeah. So for those of you um, who don't know Ian, Ian is the founder of the Confident Live Marketing Academy, and he's the host of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. He helps entrepreneurs to level up their impact, authority, and profits by using live video confidently. He's an international speaker, trainer, teacher, and consultant. He has a passion for making the techno babble of live video and social media marketing easy to understand. As well as being a geek, husband, and dad to two kids, Ian is also a professional singer and lives near Manchester in the UK. So, Ian, you and I have known each other since 2014. That is a long time, <laughs> especially it in the is. world of social media, right? I know, I know. It's so much has changed, and I still have very happy memories of going for a coffee in San Diego with you uh, in, well, I can't remember when it was. It was I think it was 2015 was my first yes, social media marketing world. Uh, but I think we'd known each other before then on the socials and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been great to, to see you progress and, and your business change and, and everything over those years. Uh, it's been fantastic. Thanks. And I can push that right back to you because the same with you, the confident live and the marketing and the uh, all the stuff that you're doing with live video has been very, very inspirational. So let's jump right in that. We're going to talk about camera confidence, right? So the first question I have for you, and we were in the green room kind of talking about this, but mm. camera confidence, Ian, where does it start? Does it start with tech? Does it start with knowledge? <laughs> or does it start with, you know, self-awareness? How can somebody get camera confidence? Well, it doesn't come from the tech. Let's get that out of the way. And I'm sorry to say that because a lot of us get excited, myself included, with the tech. You know, I I remember I wanted to get in, upgrade my camera and I didn't go live for a whole month because of all the tech. And then I realized, you know, the actual reason I didn't go live is because I was worried about being judged on, on video. And so a lot of what I'm going to talk about today is, is my experience with confidence, camera confidence, because I was not confident in front of the camera. And so it really does come down to to two things. First of all, yourself, you need to do some deep work on yourself. Uh, but the second thing, and this is really important, is you need to know why you're going on camera. And we can maybe talk about that in a bit, but there needs to be some solid reasons. Otherwise, what's kind of the point in, in going through all of those, those stresses and strains of getting in front of the camera? So first of all, it's it's it is doing some deep work on yourself. Uh, a lot of us don't or didn't um, like the sound of our voice or the way we look. We may 
um, struggle with things like imposter syndrome or comparing ourselves with others is a biggie in this space. You know, mm. oh, look at Doreen's setup. I can't possibly do it. Be do go live because Doreen Doreen's amazing and I'm and I'm not. You know, and we start to think this in our heads, um, and that can really stop us from from actually creating our content. Ultimately, it's about any kind of video, whether it's live video or just video content in general, is sure. it's either to entertain or to share your expertise, but it's also about being yourself and being human. And that's the thing that we forget. We try and uh, try and become something we're not. All right. I heard you say lots of great things. One of the two things I want to pull out. The first one is be yourself, right? Be authentic. And I'm going to put you on the spot there. For a while there, you were, um, when you have your Confidence Live show, you were making jingles for people, special guests that came in. And um, that is, and you were dancing and singing. That must have been so out of your comfort zone. If you had thought about that like eight years ago, that you would be doing that. And yeah. yet here you were doing that. Can you talk a little bit about that? How that felt, feels? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, first of all, like I want to say, you do not have to dance and sing to to do video or live video. You know, I think a lot of people, particularly with TikTok and Instagram, think you have to dance and sing. You don't. Mm -hmm. But like my background is singing, and so, and I, in some ways, I take myself very seriously in terms of my subject matter. But on the other hand, I don't take myself seriously, and I have a lot of fun, and I poke fun of my fun at myself. Um, probably helps being British because we we like to poke fun at ourselves all the time. And uh, I I remember back in the day um, when I was a singer, I just got on with communicating with my audience on stage, and I was always always a little bit nervous, but I was able to turn those um, that nervous energy, that adrenaline, into my performance. And I realized it's exactly the same thing on camera. It's about telling a story. It's about communicating, but also having a little bit of fun as well. And and I think if we if we do that, and if we don't take ourselves in one sense too seriously, and we have fun, and we just embrace who we are, flaws all and all, you know, our quirks. And so that's what I did. And and so some people might think my silly little music videos are really silly and stupid. And in a sense, they're right. They are, but they're fun and that's part of who I am. And so, yeah, I've been on this big, long journey. I really did struggle with comparing myself with others and imposter syndrome. But what made the difference is when I started to embrace who I was on screen and just not try and be somebody else, be me. And that's what I would always say to, to the people listening to the show, watching live or the replay. Yeah, just don't be afraid of being who you are. You will not be everyone's cup of tea, but you will be your perfect client's cup of tea. Perfect cup of tea, I should say. And, and that's what you need to go for. That's really good advice. And I want to reiterate that. Definitely. If you're watching this, if you're listening, um, be yourself on camera. And Ian, that includes bringing passions like singing or dancing or food or sports <laughs> into your videos, right? 
Um, I sometimes talk about my dogs. I have three dogs. I have a family. I live in Vermont. Those things come up in conversation when I am doing video because that's part of what I'm passionate about, right? So mm. you singing and dancing makes sense. Well, especially the singing part because you're a professional singer. So if you're watching this and you're you know, wondering what you should do on camera, think about what you what feels good off camera and do that on camera. So I love that. The other thing that I wanted to go back into what you said earlier, Ian, you said something about being stressed um, when you first went on camera. And can we just validate that, that even people like you who've gone live probably 500 times and me who's gone live probably about the same amount of time I've been <laughs> doing live streaming for client for over four years, that we still get nervous every single time we get in front of this camera, we're ready to hit live and we're like looking at ourselves going, are we ready? Right. We still have that. We're still sort of stressed. Am I correct about that? Oh yeah. And I, I, get, I, I try and be really honest here because I think there are some people out there, some people who teach video and live video who, 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 who are either not honest about them getting kind of nervous, or maybe they don't. I mean, not everyone does get um, stressed in front of the camera, and that's fine, we're all different. But I'm really honest about that because it has been very much a difficult journey for me. I could have branded myself right at the start as the reluctant live video guy. I don't think that would have gone down very well, but that's, who, that's what I was at the time. And it took me a lot of practice, um, a lot of stress really, but, the i think the the that's actually been my, the part of that's been a big strength in a sense to me because i know what it's like i'm then able to teach people and empathize with the struggles that people have um and i i like to draw a, a graph here so um i know graphs graphs is a bit visual for podcast listeners but uh, uh, but but basically starting off when you do your first live video i hate to say this or any type of video content you're not going to be that good. If you go back to my first live <laughs> live videos, if you go back to Doreen's videos, they're probably not that great. And, oh. um, and the other thing is that the confidence level is probably going to be pretty low. And, and uh, but over time, the more you do, guess what happens? You get more confident and the quality improves. Sometimes you'll have blips along the way and the graph goes down, but generally it goes up and up and up. And so you've got to start and you just, yeah, just make a complete fool of yourself to begin with. It's not going to be great. There are things that we can, uh, I can teach you uh, to help and make it better right from the start, but you've got to start. Uh, and um, yeah, don't don't worry if it, it's it's horrendous because it, it might well be. Sorry yeah, to say that. so I've done that before. I've gone back to some of my videos from eight, nine <laughs> years ago on YouTube and I've left them up as a reminder to myself, right? What it, what I looked like, um, age myself, you know, that and also uh, what I said and how I spoke on camera. And so what I'm hearing you say is practice, right? And patience. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some practical advice, Ian, that you can give those of, um, those, those of our listeners and those of, people that are here live. There's a few um, live with us today. What are some things that we can get started with that would give our confidence or that let our confidence level rise immediately? Yeah. So, so the, going back to the, the things I said at the start, that there's uh, 
working on yourself and there's working on or having a plan, having a goal. I, I want to talk about the, the second one first, because that is what made a, the biggest difference to me. Yes, I've had to work on my inner confidence and who I am. But it was back in 2019, May 2019 is when I uh, put together this planning document uh, for my live show, my podcast. And in that, it sounds like a planning document. What's that? All, all it was was, what is this show about? Uh, what am I wanting to achieve? Who is my audience? What is the transformation that I want to make in their lives? And then it's the more selfish reasons. What do I want to get out of this personally and as a business? And for me, it was to have great chats with um, guests, to put myself forwards as a thought leader, as a uh, so the, the expert in the live video field and all those kind of things. So all of these reasons. And the important thing about this, or the, the, the reason why this is so important, is that in our brains, you, you can kind of like separate our brains into two. There's there's the medieval or the, the caveman part of the brain, which is, it sees live video as this killer animal, this tiger that's going to come towards you and kill you. And you've got to kind of negotiate with, that part of your brain. And if you've got really solid reasons why you're going to go live, it makes that a lot easier. You can say to that part of your brain, look, it's all right. I've got it covered. I'm doing this for these reasons. And then you can get on with it. So that that's the first stage. Um, or the, that's the second stage. Let's look at the first one, which is to do with your, your overall confidence. And this, I mean, this is a whole other story. You know, this, this you know, some people, some of my clients have had to work with therapists and uh, coaches to uh, work at what is stopping them from getting in front of the camera. And as I said before, it can be imposter syndrome. It could be comparing yourself with others. It could be that you don't like the way you look or you sound. And that can be partly down to somebody when you were a lot younger said, oh, you've got a strange voice or you sound boring or something like really negative. And you, what we need to do, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a therapist. But what I will say is we, we need to get ourselves out of the way because ultimately the most important person in all of your content, your visual content, your live video content is not you, it's your audience. And so you need to get out of the way so that you're just delivering um, content to your audience and making a difference in their lives. And if you make it less about you and more about your audience, it becomes a lot easier. So... Uh, and then there are some practical things you can do. Uh, my singing teacher background and my singing background, I uh, teach my clients uh, warming warming up exercises, some physical uh, warm-ups and some uh, singing and speaking exercises that you can do to really help. Because breathing at the end of the day is really important. It's important to breathe properly as well. That Those are some wonderful, wonderful things to get started with. And I love that. It starts with the audience that you are um, producing this content for having, having the why that makes a lot of sense. You know, I, and I'm sure you get that too. Um, I get people that say, Oh, you know, I need to hire you because somebody told me that I need to make videos. And I'm like, well, somebody told you you need to make videos. Do you want to make videos? Why would you make videos? Who would mm. you make videos for? Right? So the why is really important and understanding that, and that makes it easier to then do it. The other thing that I want to ask you about, Ian, have you found that camera confidence goes up when people go on camera with other people? 
Like instead oh, yes. of putting somebody in front of a camera and say, make this three minute video or this 30 second video saying to them, hey, let's do an interview on Zoom, right? On camera, or let's go on StreamYard or Restream or whatever you're using. Have you found that confidence goes up when you grab a partner? Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, it's like what we're doing today. I mean, I have to say, I wasn't really that nervous today coming on with you. Um, you're probably more nervous than me because you're the one that's hosting and asking me the questions. All I'm doing is turning up and we're having a conversation. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous because I want, I, at the end of the day, I want to do the best job. Sure. And I think if you're, if you're not nervous at all, then you it, maybe, do you care? That's not a good, a good way. But if you're on with somebody else, it's a conversation. It feels a lot more natural. When I do my live show on my own, I always get a little bit more nervous because I have to prepare and plan a lot more than when I have a guest. I still need to prepare if I have a guest because I need to have questions ready. I need to know as much as I can about my guest. But when it's on, when I'm on my own, I need to know a lot more about what I'm talking about. And it just feels less natural. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I do talk to myself around the house, but but not on camera. <laughs> so it has to make sense. Yeah. It has to make sense. And it, so I think if you're starting off, uh, or I would recommend practice with somebody else, go live with somebody else. That wasn't the case for four or five years ago, because in those days, the technology, we didn't have tools like StreamYard and, and uh, Restream uh, that make it very easy to have uh, guests on. But Nowadays, yeah, just just do it with a guest and then you can have a conversation and it's a lot easier that way. That makes sense. And I can tell you on Strategy Talks, I've gone live by myself once or twice and those conversations mm. didn't end up very well. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. definitely there's that's a different animal um, doing a podcast by yourself um, than having a podcast where you invite an expert to come talk to you and have a conversation with you. So let's flip this around and go to um where can we go live ian where should we consider going live where are you seeing results and what is the format that works really well because my format last year was 20 minutes this year i'm trying to expand it a little bit this is season two of strategy talks i've picked a new time i'm going live a little earlier in the day um, i'm expanding it a little bit going from 20 to 30 minutes what have you found where are you getting mm. the most traction where are you going live and where are you seeing results? Well, as you can probably imagine, it's a really difficult question to answer because it depends on so many different factors. And what I find useful isn't not necessarily going to be what you do. So first thing is experiment and know where your audience hangs out. So are most of your audience on Instagram? Well, maybe Instagram Live is where you need to think about. Are they mainly on LinkedIn? Maybe LinkedIn Live is where you need to go. But with tools like StreamYard and Restream and Ecamm Live, you can now broadcast to multiple places all at the same time. And again, five years ago, I would recommend against multi-streaming. But uh, these days, it's a lot easier. And you can see the comments from most of those platforms as well. So I would say, do your research, plan where you want to go live, and test and change and see what works for you. Because it depends on the... The, uh, the sector that you're in. And the other thing I'll say is it also depends on your life and what's happening in your life. We were talking about this before we started recording, you know, 
with with all of us we have lives we we may have a family we may have kids we may have dogs i don't know whatever it is that's going on in your life and you've got to fit in <laughs> uh your your live and your your video content with that and so for me although it would make sense for me to do live shows in my evening so that i'm making sure that people on the west coast of the us because i'm in the uk uh, if i did it in the e evening then i'd probably c get more people but that just does not work with uh, as well because i'm i'm ferrying the kids around and and i want time with uh, to spend with my wife so for me, I've gone for Tuesdays at 11 a.m. in the UK, which means it's great for Australia. It's great for the UK. And it's okay for, for very keen people on the East Coast of America. <laughs> I actually have somebody from Toronto and somewhere else in the US um, who, who turn up every, every Tuesday for that. And then my Thursday show is at 4 p.m. my time, which is, I think that's like 12, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific and... 12 noon eastern if if i've got uh my time i think it's right. 11 a.m eastern but yes it, it, that, it's something that's, like that yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it works well it, it it works well for me so i think test tests it out uh and then of course the other thing just to bear in mind is there are different mechanisms if that's the right word between the different platforms so instagram live currently although it may be changing some people have access to be able to go live from your computer. But for most of us mere mortals, it's going live from your phone. So it's a much more raw experience, very different to what we're doing today. Uh, LinkedIn is very different to Facebook and that's very different to YouTube. And, and so you've got to think about all of those things. And the other thing, and this is what you do, Doreen, is you repurpose this into a podcast. So it's, it's a live show it's a replay and it's for podcast listeners. And I call this the three audiences. So you need to be bear bearing that in mind. And you're doing a great job at this uh, in this show because you want every single different uh, audience to feel that they are involved. Right. You've got your replay viewers, which are watching in the future. They're watching on their own, very intimate experience. You've got your live viewers who are watching now and they, they're aware of other people talking. And that's that's quite a fun thing to to be and they can be involved and then you've got the other people the third audience your podcast listeners are listening in the future very intimate experience plug you know you've you've plugged us uh, into your ears and so you need to be aware of that and this is one of the most exciting things about live video is for me at least is repurposing so we can turn it into so many uh, different types of content podcasts video snippets Instagram reels, TikToks, if you want, you know, all those kind of different things for one piece of content. Uh, you just turn up and you do it and you've got all these possibilities. All right. That's fantastic. That was, that was some great information. Ian, I've got a question for you about the transformation that you've seen with people that you work with on confidence. If somebody is watching today or watching the replay or listening to this podcast and they're like, Ian, I hear you, but I, when I get started, I just don't know if I'm ever going to get there. Let's give those who hmm. might not have that confidence today an example. Maybe you know somebody or maybe that transformation, you alluded to your own transformation. And, and I can speak for myself that, you know, going live wasn't necessarily easy. I've, I've been on video before, but going live was definitely a thing. Um, but what, yeah. what can people <clears throat> expect when they start doing it more and more? What is that transformation? Yeah. What does it look like and well, feel I wanna, like? I do want to make just like a caveat, which is 
you don't have to go live. You, you don't even have to get in front of the camera. For some people, the pain is too great and it's just not necessarily what they need to do. So for, okay. I, let's get that out of the way. It's not necessarily for everyone, but I think there's going to be some people, maybe many people watching and listening, who deep down know this is actually what I what you should be doing. And the reasons are... It's about putting yourself forwards. It's about um, being human, about communicating your expertise. It's the gr a, a fantastic way of getting more business uh, and getting more leads. So you know that, but the thing that's stopping you is getting in front of the camera. You, you're worried about looking like a complete idiot, stumbling over your words and being judged and all those things. Well, if you feel like that, you are not alone. I've talked about myself. I really, really struggled with this big time. And you can look at some of my early videos. But it's the same with many of my uh, clients over the years. A, a lot of my clients tend to be quite shy people. I don't know, I seem to attract those people. And so they come to me and they they just, they, they're just really shy and they're speaking very quietly like this and maybe even a bit sounding a bit boring like this. And so, because they're really worried about everything. Uh, and then over time, the more they do it and the more they start to have confidence in themselves. And 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 actually, you, you mentioned this earlier, Doreen, about being passionate about your subject. Once that you get them talking about their subject, immediately they start to speak a bit more animatedly like this and, and excited. And they forget that they're on camera because we're talking about a subject that they're really interested in. And the more times they do it, they do start to become much more comfortable and confident. And sometimes it can take a while for that to happen. Sometimes it can be 20, 30, 40 episodes before they, they start to feel themselves. Sometimes it can be more of a radical, like a quick uh, transformation. But uh, there's a, a few people that I'm thinking about. They're more kind of in the corporate space. So but very, very uh, intelligent people. There's one person in particular who's very intelligent, probably, and that's part of the problem. They overthink things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but over time, now, now that they, they are doing live videos all the time. Another guy I've worked with, uh, he speaks all around the world at big corporate events. When you meet him in person, really confident guy, but he could not bring himself to go live. He was absolutely petrified. And that took about 20 minutes with me. And if I, in fact, I feel a bit of a fraud, really, because uh, I shouldn't be putting myself down here. But all, all I did is I went live with him and we did it together. And he's been going live uh, two or three times a week ever since I met him back in 2019. So if sometimes there's a very simple little blockage that we just need to kind of get unblock. Sometimes it's a little bit more of a difficult thing. Like it was for me, it was like this deep set. I don't know what it was. We, we, we don't have a, a whole day to talk about that. But uh, whatever it is, it can be it can be achieved over time. Uh, I've seen it, seen it all. And it's very, very exciting. That's partly why I do what I do, because I love to see this transformation in people's lives um, to get them in front of the camera and they're really shine. So if you're feeling nervous, if you're feeling that you can't do it, I, I don't think that's the case. I think you can. I think you can do it. Thank you for that, Ian. And I love that you put it like that. It could be 20 to 30 episodes. You're being, you're being truthful here, right? It could be a 20-minute conversation. It could be one coaching session. It could be 
you know, multiple weeks or even months of working. But, and I also mm. love that you said you went live with your client. Um, it's something that I truly believe in. It's the first thing that I tell people when they say, oh, I don't have confidence or I could never do this. I'm like, invite me. I'll go with you because when you yeah. have somebody on camera with you and you have that conversation, that's awesome. So Ian, where can people meet up with you if they don't know you? Where can they find you? Uh, what platform and, and how can they connect best connect with you? Yeah, well, I'm kind of all over the place. So, I mean, my website is probably the best place. That's iag.me. I've got a podcast which talks all about confidence. That's iag.me forward slash podcast. That's the Confident Live marketing podcast and i'm on pretty much on all the socials i'm not really on tiktok but uh twitter facebook instagram linkedin uh, just search for my name for my name ian anderson gray and that's gray with an a g-r-a-y um because like in the uk we, we spell the color with an e for some reason so <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. So if you're watching, if you're listening, and you need confidence, go check out Ian. He's got some wonderful information on his website. I love reading your blog, Ian, you have great information for people, your podcasts are amazing. Um, if this is something that you want to do in 2023, definitely connect with Ian. Is there one platform that's better for you than another? I heard you say Twitter first. Do people go to Twitter to meet you yeah, or LinkedIn? Seriously, if it, I'm very much of, uh, about communicating with uh, with somebody on the platform that they prefer. I, I do. I personally love Twitter and Facebook. I, did I, I actually admitted Facebook? I like Facebook. You I did. Do. You did. I did. Oh, I shouldn't I have it. admitted that. But anyway, awesome. um, but like I'm on, I'm on, I'm on pretty much all of them. So please just connect with me wherever. All right, Ian, thank you so much for being with us today and talking about camera confidence. Thank you to those who were here live. I saw some of you here. Thank you for those of you who watched us as a replay. Don't forget to put that hashtag in the comments so we can go back and answer your questions if you have any. And another special shout out to those who listen to this as a podcast every single week, Strategy Talks. We'll be back next week with another guest. And thank you so much. And Ian, have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody.